Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the exceptional Scribble Show. I am your host, Sage, the poet. And yes, that's my signature. It gives me great pleasure to come before you once again on the show's panel. And yes, I am one of the panelists a literary artist, a published author, and award-winning poet. And I am so enthused about tonight's show. And for those that are now tuned in, you are tuned in to episode 212 of The X. Exceptional Scribble Show. For tonight's show, here are some important details. Please consider one night only. This is a one night only premiere. Open mic night, and there will be not one set, but Two sets. Here are the times. The first is from 8 to 9 p.m. That's the first set. And the second set is from 10 p.m. till 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And this is our theme, as always. Spit your truth. Yes, you heard me correctly. Spit your truth until the mic is silent. So call in, call in. Here's that number. Area code 724-444-7444. I repeat, call in. Here's that number. 724-444-7444. Four, four. And the show's ID number, because this is pertinent information, it's necessary for you to know this. The show's ID number is 133193, and then press the pound key. I repeat, 133193, and then press the pound key. Next, you may join the chat room, www.talkshoe.com. And when you arrive at that homepage, you must 
type in the space bar provided, the show's ID number, which will navigate you to our show's homepage on the TalkShoe.com website. The show's ID number again is 133-193. Click on search and you will arrive. Once you are on the website for TalkShoe.com, you must type in the show's ID number, 133-193, and then the pound key. You will be presented with the following options. You can join the show via live stream and or enter the chat room as a guest. That's, of course, if you are not already a member of Talk Shoe. So, ladies and gentlemen, now we're going to get this started. Open mic. Spit your truth. One night only. Yes, the premiere. Open mic. This is the first set from 8 till 9 p.m. I am your host, Sage, the poet. And I'm going to start open mic off on a high note. Here's a poem. It's an original poem by Sage, the poet. It's entitled Inner galaxy. Be inspired. A galaxy lives inside of us. Some open the door to allow it to display its awesome wonders, while others encage this glory and deny it. Embrace the hidden potential with in, and it won't remain hidden. It shall surface for the world to see and believe. Greatness lives inside of you. Share this inspiration with Another soul. End of peace. And again, ladies and gentlemen, that was an original poem entitled Inner Galaxy. Yes, a positive affirmation meditation verse by Sage the Poet. I hope that poem gave you some inspiration because surely when I was inspired to write that piece, I was encouraged by someone. It was a conversation I had with a friend and they knew the best words to use during that conversation. And every word spoken was a positive affirmation. And so that poem, Inner Galaxy, was birthed out of a positive experience.
experience. And I want to say thank you to my dear friend, a mentor to me, Ms. Hazel Lockett. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to hear another poem as I await other poets and spoken word artists that will be calling in tonight. So at this time, I'm in the spotlight. Yes, the host of the Exceptional Scribble Show, Sage, the poet. That's my signature. (laughs) All right, this poem is entitled, Simple. By Sage the Poet. Weights of concern are heavy loads. Remove the large sack from off your back. Take the troubles of life, break them up into small pieces, and serve them to your pets for lunch. Simple is as simple does. Rest from off your feet and drink a tall glass of confidence. Smile at your challenges and wink at your test. The possibilities are endless. Recognize the sense of sweet success. Simple-minded folk are always carefree. Never does a worry linger within their mind for they are the farmers and nurses of yesteryear and the future scientists and accountants of the present world. They are a rare pedigree. The simple life is the best way of living, scooping up the daisies with one hand while raking up the leaves and foliage with the other. Accepting what life throws at you without regret, such is life. Simple folk create folk music, music that speaks to the heart and soul. They are the storytellers and griots that forbid lies. They are reporters of facts. and creators of dynasties. Simple things are esteemed little, but they mean a lot. Simple things are often called trivial, but they build up into grand palaces, objects of wonderment. Simple things surpass our vain imaginations. They impress our soul and inspire us to dream and to envision what could be. Simple things are what love stories are made of. They are the gist of whom, what, and where. The three elements that evolved into that moment when we said, I love you. Or, I will do a thing. Something may be unloved or unliked, 
by most. <clears throat> Simple is the time we stood strong and did not care what others thought, which was contrary to our opinion. We must resort to that place, that simple, lowly estate, that place where we don't try to impress others, but rather please ourselves. That place where and when we know the worth of prayer and pursue to live peaceably with all men. Arriving at those places where we all understand that our ways are not alike. And so we must find the common thread that unites us as one, with one agenda, one purpose, one goal. Simple songs are the best songs. They are familiar because the lines are not complex. And they tell the truth in a non-discriminating way. Simple minds think alike, too. The simple will uphold their friend and neighbor in the highest regard. They are meek and diligent. Simple people care much and debate little. They are predetermined to succeed and to be patient, no matter whom or what comes and goes. Simple folk are the most fun to be with because they don't dominate a discussion or override your decision-making. They are the first of many to attend most affairs. They are certainly the best entertainers and musicians. Simple folk have many children because they value family most. They will never put a price tag on their children, nor will they manipulate them for their own selfish motives. Simple folk are kind and tender-hearted, not prone to wars. They are sincere souls. They live to fulfill their destiny daily. Simple folk are law-abiding citizens. They handle business matters with delicate care, and they separate their personal life from their professional life. And that is that piece. Once again, that poem is entitled Simple. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you are enjoying the open mic night. Again, this is one night only. This is a premiere. We have two sets. The first set is now in session. Start time 8 till 9 p.m. The second set set will begin 10 p.m. till 11 p.m. Eastern Standard time. So at this time, we're going to take a music break. And when we when we return, there will be more poems, poetry to enjoy. 
But for now, we're going to hear a song by India Irie, which is entitled The Truth. Listen, hear, and be inspired. Does he know? Does he know? 
All right, ladies and gentlemen. The Truth by India Ivory. Second one will begin promptly. Yes, you heard me correctly. The second one will begin promptly at, let me see, let me see, 10 p.m. 
and it will be from 10 until 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So again, if you would like to be a part of the open mic session, all you have to do is call 724-444-7444. I repeat, 724-444-7444. And the show's ID number is 133193. And then the pound key, 133193. That is the show's ID number, and then the pound key. At this time, I'm opening the mic. We have a caller. Welcome. Good evening. You're on the call. Okay. Well, I'm sure the caller will, when they are ready, announce their presence, okay, because they are in the call queue, I believe, let me see, it's showing Donaldson, okay, no problem, as soon as you are ready, feel free to join the call, good evening, welcome. You know, I'm going to feel this free all day. I'm going to keep it this old way, these ways of truth, in this living with this proof, evidence. Oh, I like the I like the songs you were playing just now, man. They were, they were inspiring. <laughs> I'm just singing over this motherfucker. Hey, well, <clears throat> yeah, this is the open mic, set one from 8 to 9 p.m. So anyone that calls in, you can make it shine. Let that mic, let that mic yeah. shine with your spit. Awesome. Awesome. Welcome. Welcome. So we have, let me roll the red carpet, turn the spotlight on the, is this Donaldson, the Duke. What up, everybody? This is Donaldson, the Duke. And I'm here for the exceptional Squibble show, a pop show, a show, just to entertain you guys with this feat of oral acrobatics, the human beatbox and the vocals on the open mic for all the hopefuls out there with a little bit of inspiration, the do. Yes, yes, a little bit does not sum up what we were witness to a lot. You gave much inspiration, and we, I believe we were all captivated. Um, by that intro as well. Thank you. Music, we loved it. Awesome. And the lyrics that go with it. So, if you want to sit more at this time, you can, or sit back and enjoy some hors d'oeuvres and allow, say, the poet to spit something in the meantime, and then we'll come back Mm -hmm. to you until... We get some more callers calling in because we got some that will be calling in very soon. <laughs> I'll spit something, yo. Let me let me let me spit a little something for everybody to start us off. Yes, indeed. Okay. <laughs> Through this life, with this mic, with this spirit, without this spite. 
Through the struggle, through the struggle, on this mic, with this hustling, in this life of this man, with this absence of a thuggery. For the buzzing out on the mic and thinking of a drug smuggling is with this claim of this MC and speak with this peak of this human achievement feeling. For the reaching, people reaching. For the teaching, people teaching. Through the teaching, people speaking. Speaking, people peaking human achievements. All the human achievements. It's a human achievement. I'm a human achievement. You're a human achievement. Me? I believe it. That's that peace without a ceasing for the peace I'm releasing. All right. Hmm. Awesome, awesome. We appreciate, we appreciate that. And we appreciate the the form and structure of of the lyrics as well, and of course from the mind and creative mind genius of Donaldson the Duke, we um, we appraise your work as noteworthy thank, and thank you. We raise our pen. Thank you very and, much. Also, you can find me at Grammar Don on Instagram. Check out some more of the uh, the sounds, so my freestyle flows and also some singing, beatboxing. Wonderful, yes, indeed. Well, ladies and gentlemen, and on that point, I yield the mic, yes, sir. Uh, yes, ma'am. Ladies and gentlemen, as you have heard, we can find Donaldson the Duke on once again Instagram. And can you repeat the Instagram address for everyone? Thank you, Donaldson. Sure. That's Instagram. Uh, it's basically at uh, grammar underscore Don. Grammar, G-R-A-M-M-A-R underscore Don. Um, the name might be changing again, though, because, you know, I was... I, I realized that I'm not the only Grammar Don. A lot of people claim to be Grammar Dons out there, so I might, I might have to oh. get a little more specific with my, with my, with my name, so, you know, because I'm still in the process of developing my um, artist. Mm-hmm. My artist is my representation of the truth within me. Beautiful. So I'm still developing that. But appreciate everyone listening and their, all their special attention to detail. I'm ready for the next, to hear the next artist. All right. Well, at this time, the next artist will be, let me just check and see any callers in the call queue. I don't want to oversight or overlook anybody, okay? So that will be me. And this is a romantic. Poem, and it's an original piece by Sage the Poet. Yes, that's me. That's my signature. All right, it's entitled No Retreat. I ran away with you. I escaped the night by looking into your eyes. The morning found me in your loving arms, wrapped up and tucked away deeply. I can swim in the sea of the love you threw me in. Your love resuscitates me. I ran away from my insecurities the moment I looked away from them and looked into your honest soul. I walked away from the flames of hell 
because you swayed me. You serenade my soul so softly and tenderly that I walked into your arms. The irony is it was the perfect crime and a convenient life support. You raised my consciousness and enlightened my mind. You enhanced me. You invigorate me. I leaped out of the coals of deceit to land on top of your broad, strong chest. You comfort me and encourage me. You are the groom's man, and I am the blushing bride. Your hands have hypnotized me. They soothe away my life wrinkles with a warm dose of empathy. Your hands so strong and your fingers so steady. My body is the guitar and your hands strum a melody so warm, (laughs) so true. I can't remove myself from it. I am a slave to your rhythm. I am ensnared by your craft. You are a master charmer. I cannot reap where I did not sow. You usher me where I need to travel. We are so me. And our adventure is great. I cannot, I'm sorry, your voice is like a suction cup. It moves me. From within, I gravitate to it. It grabs my attention away from everything else. It tranquilizes my self. Thing conceits and it sedates me. You are the cunning thief. You enslave my mind and peddle it for gold, the gold of the gods, which is the souls of men. My bounty is high. You purchase me only to sell me away again and then to redeem me. You want me thoroughly? Now I see. No one else can stop. To me. End of peace. No retreat. And that's that poem. Man, that was sexy. That was a sexy piece. I felt sexy. Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate that. I also felt like I need to go to the gym and work out and get a bigger chest. (laughs) <laughs> well, um, you know, it's all about the it's all about the landing. I want, I, I, you know, what I'm, I'm talking about the landing. I'm landing on my chest. I'm good. Nice lady. Nice oh lady. yeah, I meant to do that with 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 the uh, with the words. Yeah, I meant to do that for that impact. Thank you. Butterfly, butterfly, slow down on land on me. <laughs> 
Right? <laughs> so beautiful. Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, I guess we're ready to hear another piece. Let me see if we have any callers in the call queue aside from you and I. You and I. Okay. Um, well, Donaldson, I'm going to take the back seat and enjoy mm-hmm. you spit your truth for us one more time. All right. This one's this one's a freestyle. All my rhymes are freestyle. Uh, okay, excellent. And they're all um, using trying to use prepositional phrases, but at the same time, I'm doing quantum grammar. So if you hear me use pronouns, I'm doing it intentionally, not because I have to. Um, okay. So, and I'm just I'm doing that because I, I I represent what you know the highest. Uh, I feel like one of the highest peaks of achievement when it comes to artistry for for poets and rappers being able to cognize the different parts of speech and lay it all out for people to, you know, comprehend, mm-hmm. but at the same time being able to decipher between those and, and really utilize all those those powerful parts of speech. Like this, I want, I want to see, I want to see my sea claim. I want to be the same. I want to see NCs on the stage not be lame. I want to see people smile on the street, right? I want to see bicycles and cars with four dogs chasing. I want to see freedom come back to reality. I want to see you and me act like family. Really want to see 20 ounces of weed. Mm. Smoke <clears throat> trees all day. I want to see the forest come to, to make more oxygen so that we can break. We can break the back of a negative economy, negativity, all this positivity, breathing that good-ass prana, baby, bringing up that piece. Wow. That piece really speaks (laughs) your truth and also the truth of, I think, society desires that. You know, we want the pure we want the raw. Um, we want to be enlightened. We want to be high. We want to be high. We don't want to be low. We don't want to be down for long. We want to stay high. We want to be up. So anything that will levitate our mind or elevate our spirit, that's what we crave. That's what we want. That's what we desire. That's what we cling to. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, trees. What, you know, for the most part, the herbs, they're what heals us. They, um, they take us to, the, to, to that dimension where we can't go um, if we're stuck, if we're just low-level as for our frequencies. So it's all about high, being high, being up, staying up. Um, You touched on uh, the purity of the herb, marijuana, um, and the trees and, you know, all the things that keep us alive and keep us 
and that state of euphoria where we appreciate, we appreciate us. We appreciate life. We appreciate what life truly gives to us, the trees, nature, the environment, um, and the blessings that come with that. So, yeah, awesome piece. And, and again, that was freestyle, correct? Okay, we had a little disconnect there, but I am certain Donaldson will be able to call back in. We do experience drop calls ever so often. Sometimes it's all based on weather. Yes, and if it's windy and the signal is lost because this is a uh, satellite server via the Internet, then sometimes calls get dropped. It's accidental, though, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So on that note, we will have another music break as we await other callers that will be calling in. And this is a performance. It's a live performance by Prince, otherwise known as The Artist. And he did a duet with Sheryl Crow. The song is entitled Every Day is a Winding Road. And I love the poetic nature of the title of that. Every day is a winding road. There are turns and twists, okay? You cannot easily predict what's going to happen on any given day. Challenges come great and small. But what matters is that you're willing to try, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing beats a failure. Nothing but a try, okay? So we're going to listen here. Again, the song is entitled Every Day is a Winding Road. Thank <laughs> you. 
Day is a winding road, a live performance by Cheryl Crow, a duet with the artist. Yes, 
Prince, otherwise known as the artist. Awesome, awesome performance. And, yes, the lyrics, if you listened well, could you not agree with them? Every day is a winding rope. And we need to stay high, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm really sincere when I say that. And I'm talking about not just high on, uh, there's so many substances you can get high on. You can get high on natural substances. You can get high on spiritual um, realizations. You can get high on intellectualism. You can get high on many things. There's meditative verses, mantras, positive affirmations. But what I'm going to urge you to do is the following. The natural substances, that which is pure. But even greater than that, get high on what is truth. And, yes, the theme for tonight's open mic is spit your truth. Because, see, there's a truth that only you can testify about. And what I'm saying is there's a truth that you know on a personal level. And that truth that you have experienced, that truth that you live daily, that's your truth. That's your truth. And nobody can spit your truth like you can. So listen, remove all of the holdbacks and the setbacks. A matter of fact, cancel all your excuses and let it go. It's time to loose your tongue and spit your truth. You know what your truth is. Nobody knows it like you. Hey, I may know some things, but I don't know the full truth, the whole truth about you like you know it. So I advise you, don't wait for somebody else to tell your truth for you. Spit your truth today. And for you out there, you've been in the closet. You've been a poet in the closet. You've been a spoken word artist in the closet for far too long. It's time for you to say, I'm tired of hiding. I'm ready to break out. I'm ready to break out the cedar closet. I ain't staying in that closet no more. I'm going to bust the locks. I'm breaking through. Why? Because the world needs to hear me spit my truth. Yes. That's what this is all about tonight. I'm hoping that my words are provoking you to come out the closet. If you've been in that closet, a poet in the closet, a spoken word artist in the closet, come out now and spit your truth. And for those of you who have poems that you would like to introduce to a live audience tonight, that's what this show was set aside for you to do. Call in. That number is 724-444-7444. I repeat, 724-444-7444. 
And once you have called in, listen to the voice prompt and follow the directions given. You will be asked for the show's ID number. That number is 133193, and then press the pound key. I repeat, that number is 133193, and then press the pound key. It is time, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for us to spit our truth. No need to be worried about, well, who's hearing what I'm saying and what they feeling or thinking about it. Uh-uh. That's not for you to be concerned of. What matters is this, that you spit your truth. It's time to spit your truth. At this time, Sage, the poet and host of the exceptional Scribble Chef, is about to spit her truth one more time. This is a poem entitled Sounds, Tones, Vibrations, Frequencies. Listen and hear. What's being said? The words were written to inspire and to empower. Tell me what you hear. Do you hear what I see? And can you see what I feel? Nothing far can be close if it's out of reach. So capture my essence as I speak. Indulge me. Let your heart beat in reply. Hear the rhythm of the sea. Let it vibrate through your belly. Hear the sun's rays in your ears. Let each ray saturate your mind. Life has its pleasures and travails. Once a seed is sown, a crop will manifest. We labor for a harvest and we die to live again. Nothing good comes without a struggle. Adversity breeds promise. And purpose breeds destiny. Sounds, tones, vibrations, frequencies all lead us unto light. Without sounds, tones, vibrations, frequencies, we would vanish into thin air and lose our permanence. Our souls would be forever lost. Listen to the wind as it speaks of change. The voices of the universe blend as a choir singing a solemn refrain. Time is but for a season, and seasons are but for a moment. 
Changing hands to see the sky is why we thrive. We submit to the strongest wills to admit our inadequacies are what we stumble from. We must interact with destiny to affirm our being. Without the wings of destiny, how could we fly? How could we fly? How could we fly? How could we fly? We jump to our death when we advance without hope. Change is the bus that will transport us from the past to the future and so without delay. Pioneer to evolve. Investigate to affirm resolve. Sounds. Equal inspiration. Divine or mundane. Tone. Tones equal channels of energy. Natural or supernatural stimulants. Vibration. Equal mind provocation, mental impressions, evocation of thought, frequency equals carriers of sound energy, provokes body reaction, gut sensations, and soul travel. Sounds, tones, vibrations, and frequency. Sounds, tones, vibrations, and frequency. Sounds, tones, vibrations, and frequency. Linear light is pure sound. Piercing through the walls of darkness. Removing the hardened layers of resistance. Exposing the star. The new. It's humane. The tangible heart. Making the old new again. And that is that piece entitled Sounds, Tones, Vibrations. Frequency, sound, tone, vibrations, frequencies. And that's an original piece by Sage, the poet. That is my signature. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have another caller. Welcome. What's going oh, on, and the sage poet? Hey, good evening, Mr. DSR himself, Kane Spade. Welcome. 
Hey, appreciate the welcome. And uh, I didn't know you could sing, uh, Francine. <laughs> well, I do a little, like, I, I can do, a, I have a little melody I tap into. There's a little melodic voice inside of me. I tap into it every once in a while, especially for certain pieces because they require musical accompaniment. So, you know, if I, I'm not, I don't have a keyboard right now. I got to reinvest in one because I gave it away and I um, kind of invested in one of my uh, niece's lives and she's been using it. So now I got to get another one <laughs> so I can start doing some pieces and playing the keyboard at the same time. So yeah, that's, that's what you're hearing. I kind of hid that voice, that inner uh, melody for some time, but I'm, yeah, I'm breaking it out. I'm breaking it out. <laughs> indeed, indeed. You definitely have a melody there. I was like, wait a minute, is this? <laughs> and always sing, you had to check and see who voice that was for a minute. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, I like, you know, I, you know how it is as an artist, you evolve and, you know, there's always more layers yet to be discovered about artists. So that's another layer. I'm going to be um, exposing a lot more of that layer um, in this year and in, in the near future, too. Right, right. And I didn't even <laughs> know it was a, uh, you were having an open mic type of show. Oh, I, okay. I just checked your uh, your flyer. I shared mm-hmm. it on my profile page. I shared it in my DSR group. Oh, so, thank you. You're welcome. Much appreciated. Just to put the word out, you know, I know a lot of people, they like polishing their skills, especially in the open mic. You oh, know. yeah. A lot of times it'd be hard to get people on a Tuesday, I mean, because I know myself, mm-hmm. you know, from broadcasting on Tuesday nights, it'd be late, and they still be you know, caught up in whatever it is they're doing. Oh, yeah. Tuesdays is hard. And matter of fact, when they start calling in and trickling in, it's usually around 9, 30, 10 o'clock. So, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. They always do that. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, you know what, uh, yeah, friend yeah. of stage poet. Now, I did want to give you an answer because, I mean, you, uh, you actually – reached out to me yesterday. It's not yes. me who actually calls my phone and tells me about the events that they had. They usually just tag me. They'll, uh, mm-hmm. they'll message. But a lot of times those inbox messages are lost or forgotten. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. So, Thanks for that. But, but you are... Uh, but you actually called me on my phone like, listen, this is going down <laughs> this way. <laughs> so, yes. so my answer to you is I will definitely try to be there this awesome. week. You know, I'm going to definitely try to make it happen. I'm going to try to do uh, both things, your event and my radio broadcast. Oh, okay. Okay. Hey. I we I am so honored that you would even make the effort to make an attempt to be there because I know you have a commitment 
on Sundays, but um, I definitely will uh, make sure that you have some space and time in the event that you are there to promote your book because this is a venue where we're going to have published authors <coughs> uh, present that will be introducing their literary works that are published to the general public. So take full advantage of that moment. Uh, spit your truth, of course, when you're up. And uh, we are going to be awarding our poets. We're going to have first, second, and third for our open mic uh, poets and spoken word artists. So, you know, be there and be prepared. Be prepared to be honored. <laughs> indeed, indeed. I'm looking forward to it. And I do have Thank a connection you. for your stage here on the Exceptional Scribble Show. Awesome. The ro- the red carpet has been rolled. Uh, the spotlight is turned on you. And spit your truth, Mr. DSR. I wrote this piece for actually a DSR show. The theme was, what if poetry never existed? And the wow. name of the piece is called Spoken Non-Existence. Mm. I think the whole world just skipped a beat. What if poetry never existed? Then the name Cain Spade with my face wouldn't have come to be. But before me, the world, the past we learned from would have had more dark days than anyone could ever believe. No poetry, no building blocks for the creation of music of old or even nowadays. So much war, so much pain, no venting, just action, breaking through blood, flesh and bone, wrong satisfaction. Hate escalates beyond the human imagination. Being civil or civilization would crumble at the masses. The weak would never get passes. Fueling anger would be normal. Love just a fantasy, but just not used by the many. A creation of language never to be created, experienced, lived, or absorbed. Aside of learning to ever be out of our grasp, would we even be human or emotionless robots? Would the USA be just another third world? I wouldn't even know the lot that listened to this piece. This piece would not have ever been written. The criteria, the substance to create poetry would never spark. DSR all damn day would be a desert's mirage. Chaos, mayhem would be man's best friend. That line soothing the savage beast would never had been written. Savage would be the way of the mind state. Courtesy a joke to make a maniac laugh. Ha <laughs> ha. While contributing to death, hate, and the negative. Sad. But this world would be asunder. And that's always on. DSR. All damn day. Ooh. Mm, 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 mm. Wow, that was potent. That was quite. <clears throat> quite a glimpse into what mm, what if poetry never existed? I never really took out the time to really reflect for the purpose of writing about that question. But you know what? I am so glad that I heard you spit your truth 
in that poem about that question because honestly, you know, as we live today in society in this country, in in North America, we're seeing how there are many arts programs being cut as for funding of the arts. And when you take into consideration what all does the arts entail, literary art is major within the art arena. And can you imagine the world without literature or literary art, without poetry, without poems? I mean, what a dull universe even that would be. And it would definitely mean for us whom are poetic souls, uh, it would be like to suck the very air out of the lungs within our chest. We would not have anything much to offer or to even discuss because for a poet, a lot of the things that we're saying or that we express with words, it's poetry. Even when we're not trying to be poetic, even when we're not, quote, unquote, reciting poetry, we're yet poetic with our voices. So can you imagine the world without poets and spoken word artists? Because if there's no poetry, there's no us. As for those that are literary artists and poets and spoken word artists. So, wow, you really gave us something to think about tonight, Mr. DSR. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for that, Francis Sage Poet. I mean, that's the whole point of my writing. Mm. You know, wow. Just to give a lot of people something to think about. I mean, if you don't get anything for what you read, then... I guess you're really not reading. Mm-hmm. I'm going to um, ask the co-host, Warrior is Queen, Deporah Thelman. First, welcome, Warrior is Queen, Deporah Thelman. And uh, feel free to share your comments and remarks in regards to that awesome written, awesome spoken word um, presentation. And poet, which is entitled, What If Poetry, and poem, which is entitled, What If Poetry Never Existed, by Mr. DSR, King Spade himself. All right. Thank you, Duchess Fran. And hello, everyone. I am Warriors Queen Zipporah Thelman, co-hostess for the Exceptional Scribble Show for episode 212 for Tuesday, April 24, 2018. How is everyone tonight? We good, we good. Welcome. Good. All right. Uh, my viewpoint on that poem, Would Have Poetry Never Existed? Say that life it would be a still life. Pun intended from the still life portrait. Mm. And please repeat that because um, it was like you you were 
we could hear you, but it was kind of broken up. The reception kind of got a little uh, shaky. So if you can restate your words, that would be much appreciated. Thank you. Sure, Dr. Spran. It's raining here. That could be Mm -hmm. part of the reason for the bad frequency. Yeah. All right. So my viewpoint about Mr. DSR's poem, Poetry Never Existed, I would say it would be a it would be like a still life portrait. Pun intended. Mm. Wow, a stilled life portrait. Pun intended. Yeah. Mm. Still life. S T I L. Still life. Yes. Pun intended. Ooh. Indeed, I agree with uh, Queen Warrior over there. I mean, it, uh, the world would be lifeless. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, yeah, the name of my piece is Spoken Non-Existence, uh, Francine. I was just saying the theme of the uh, the radio show, what is poetry mm-hmm. uh, never existed, not the uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, thanks for clearing that up for us. Yeah. Spoken Non-Existent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a caller. I'm going to welcome them. At this time, welcome caller nine two nine. Hey, this is Larry the Soulful Poet. Oh, okay. All right. All right. We got a heavy hitter as for poetry and also as for music. Ladies and gentlemen. This is of course Larry D. Edwards. And I tell you, everything that he does t- turns platinum. It turns platinum. <laughs> <laughs> Well, That's a little that better than go, right? <laughs> hey, as long as it turns something. How's everybody doing? Before I get into a piece, I want to see what the format is before I just invade, like I did the last time. So I want to be mm-hmm. good. <laughs> so how's everything going? What's the format on our topic? Everything's going great. Um, we have Mr. DSR on the call. He just blew the mic into pieces. Bidding oh, okay. this poem, uh, Mr. DSR, give us the title of that piece again. Yeah, that's uh, Spoken Non-Existence. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the focus oh. in that poem was, what if poetry never existed? That was a powerful piece. Man. If poetry never existed, I'd be incarcerated. <laughs> mhm. Oh God. Oh man, that's horrible. That's that's a hey, horrible. I'm telling, you, <laughs> a I'm, horrible I'm, I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. I mean, hey, you know, just give me a pen and a mic, and I express it all day. But if you take that away <laughs> from somebody, and you know, it's replaced with other things. I'm just being truthful, man, because it's a lot of pent up things that we as poets and writers share that we have to put on wax. It doesn't necessarily have to be your own life experiences. It could be about mm-hmm. world peace or, you know, visions that you want to see and, you know, just things of that nature. So it might be horrible, but hey, the truth is the truth. And sometimes <laughs> tell a horrible I'm truth. Sorry. You know what I'm, I'm sorry. I shouldn't oh. be laughing because it's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Um, oh, Larry! Yeah, I remember you. I remember you from last. Um, what was it? Um, 
to day four. Yeah, definitely, definitely. How are you doing, sister? I'm fine. You? I'm great, man. Starting to rain here in New York, but um, <laughs> I have um, maybe I want to change this vibe. I have a piece that I want to relate. Um, yes, the know, mic is definitely know. in your hands. You know what, uh, Larry? This is Warriors Queens Report. I can't hear you. Can, oh, can you hear me now? Wait a little bit more. All right. Can, can y'all hear me now? Am I better? Am I clear? Yeah. Yes. You're louder. Yes. Thank you. Okay. All right. This piece um, is about love. I want to change up the vibe a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Give the ladies a reason to smile for a change because that's most of my audience. But um, it is just called She. Dedicating this one to my favorite girl. She's the only woman in the whole wide world. Dedicating this one to my favorite girl. She's the only one in the world. You know, she's the type of chick a man prays for. Sure, her outer beauty is the bomb, but her inner beauty, that's the bomb.com. She's the type of sister that wasn't impressed by lavish dates and how much a brother makes. Her only concern is to be loved for who she is and have a brother by her side to build and have a life of happiness and fulfillment and destiny to accelerate. She's the type of sister that sees your potential and encourages you to reach high and your spirit she illuminates. She never comes across with this, it's all about me, happy wife, happy life, bull crap. She's not programmed by society's so-called traditions. She's not bound by so-called do's and don'ts and opposing inhibitions. When you do simple things like give her roses and her favorite candy and a simple card, she's overwhelmed with joy like a little kid with a brand new toy. She's not perfect as none of us are, but she knows how to come to you as a grown-ass woman and tell you what's on her mind. She don't have to get loud, fuss, or cuss. She tells you like it is without a smoke screen to leave you blind. She's the type of sister that knows you're working hard all day, and she's fixing that plate, bath water running, and a massage that's stunning. And in return, I wash the dishes and rub her feet and give her that good vitamin D that's medicated with all the vitamin D into her special pee and put her to sleep. She's the type of sister that knows you got her back and that will straight kill anyone that disrespects her. And in return, she'll take off that high heel and stomp a mud hole in anybody that cross you. She's the type that treats you good in return. Whatever money y'all earn is y'all's. She break bread with a brother. Couldn't see myself with another. She the true meaning of a ride or die chick. A chick that's willing to ride even with the thin more so than the thick. She's so humble, she'll make an angry dog crumble. She handles life as a strong woman with no attitude and no unnecessary feistiness or stubborn behavior. 
She all about peace and love. There's so much more I could say, but hey, dedicating this one to my favorite girl. She's the only woman in the whole wide world. Dedicating this one to my favorite comment on mm-hmm. what the poetry you just read, Larry, love personified. <laughs> mm. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. Uh, this is Sage the Poet, and I'd like to comment as well. Um, I just typed in the chat room, I said that this poem is a serenade to the lady of dignity. Yes, yes. yes. Ooh, la, la, la. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, ladies out there, I'm sure that you are feeling nice and warm. <laughs> and you got yourself a big smile on your face. And if you with your significant other listening to that, Y'all ready to have y'all private time? <laughs> um, yes, it's definitely all about love. Um, spitting your truth. You can't spit your truth if you don't have real love within. Um, one thing about, <clears throat> yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, after you're done, um, may I start my, uh, my publishing hour? Yes, we're going to get right to that. I just wanted to make sure all poets who called in tonight had a chance to spit their truth. We're going to start the spit the truth session again um, after Warrior's Queen does her uh, free publishing tips. And Warrior's Queen, we're going to start the spit your truth hour again about 10, 15. So we're going to, yeah, so we're going to stop now. But I want to ask, uh, Larry, was there anything more that you wanted to share before we end the Spit Your Truth open mic for now? And we'll come back to it. Um, sure. I'll, um, uh, first, you can find me on Facebook, LarryDEdwards.com. I mean, LarryDEdwards, not .com. I got stuck in the phone. Um, mm-hmm. You can uh, purchase my album, www dot Lowry dot Bandcamp dot com poetic love. I just released a new single. I hope you heard it, Francine. It's called Captivating. That is coming from my forthcoming EP. Love oh, okay. It is on Spotify and iTunes. Mm-hmm. Stepping up in the world, as well as Apple Music. And um, I have shows coming up. I'm opening up for the Mighty Delphonics Review on May 11th and May 25th. I'm coming to Philly, y'all. I'm gonna be at Club Treasure. All right. Uh, yeah, but um, 
I wanted to have some fun uh, very quick because uh, I'm interested to hear the publishing tips, and I promise I'll I'll be good this time. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome! Well, congratulations on your steady climb because you're always moving forward. It seems you're you're definitely in fast forward mode with your musical uh, product and activities, and we wish you all the best on this show's platform. You've been a feature artist in the spotlight on this panel in the past, and we look forward to our time again to have you on so we can interview you, which we plan to do. <laughs> I love to. But, um, yes. uh, we we about to go to the um, thing, and you wanted another piece. All right. All right. Well, we will definitely uh, be scheduling with you a new date to have you back on. Until that time, you know, of course, as always, we celebrate you as an artist and keep up the good work. Definitely. Yes, yes. Oh, wow. Well, at this time, we got Warrioress, Queen Zipporah Thelman, and she's going to start her free publishing tips hour. And then, yes, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we will be back for more open mic performances because we got to hear some more poetry live. Yes, indeed. Warrioress Queen, All the right. mic is now in your hands. All right, thank you, Duchess Franz. And I will now I will now start my publishing tips hour. First is my writing advice and discoveries, which are the following three pieces. Number one, the more you read determines how well you write. Number two, your path opens after finding what works for you. And number three, plan your author career like a blueprint. I'll now take questions and comments for uh, advice. All right, I'm going to ask Larry Edwards, do you have any uh, remarks or comments? Uh, well, yes, and I promise not to be long with this stuff. Um, very true statement, very profound. I started reading... Um, I didn't. Uh, I didn't really start reading books until 15 because I I like to read, but not much. And then when I started reading at 15, it expounded my vocabulary. It expounded my processing and the way I view life. I think the more that you read, Nora Jones. I think the more that you read, the more your mind can expound and not only pick up on vocabulary, but Pick up on subject matter, and mm-hmm. that was a very pow- that was a very powerful tip. I like that. Mm. Thank you for your comments, Warrior Queen. All right, thank you, Lawrence. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm moving on. Aren't any more comments or questions? No, I I concur with the statements that were just made by Larry the Edwards, and thank you for the information you shared with everyone, Warriors Queen. All right. Thank you again, Duchess Rand. All right, moving on. Publishing information. Writers are already in the Band Books Club. <laughs> Any I'm sorry, can you repeat that one? 
sure writers are already in the banned books club. Hmm. So writers are already in the, spell that word, is it bad, B-A-D, book club? Banned, B-A-N like Nancy and like Nancy. Okay, banned. Okay, thank you. Mm. What's, what's the basis of that before I even comment? What is, like, yeah. the motivation behind that? I, guess, I just got to, you know, I'm missing some moment. What is that, you know, okay. All right, I'll explain. You know how they have a book of, a list of banned books not to read? All right, it's the reverse that's happening. If you ban something, you know, people are going to want to find out why. So basically mm-hmm. the ban is not working. If somebody, if you ban a book you know, and people want to, you know, discover, they're going to read and find out what, um, what's the ban on it. So, in other words, whatever, you know, authors write, their books are going to be liked and disliked. But it will be so disliked to the point that it will be banned. <laughs> um, that one, huh. I, I see where it's going. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, I, I like the feel of it. I think it all depends on the subject with me. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like, but like, I'll give you a perfect example. If you remember the uh, rap to uh, Two Last Cool, remember they mm-hmm. had a song called Band in the Wait. USA? Wait, what was that? Like, I can't hear you again. No, remember they had a song called Band in the USA? If you followed hip hop, it came out like 89 or 90, I believe. Um, basically, they were talking about, hey, it's nothing but pleasuring in our rhymes. Why are you trying to ban us? I think they, the United States government was trying to come down on certain kinds mm-hmm. of hip hop. Now, I know. certain I types that. of, yeah, certain types of writing. If you're talking about, and now if the publishing tip had it said, certain writers mm-hmm. are banned, then I can mm-hmm. concur with that. Now, when you say writers, it's being too generic because not everybody's going to ban a Stephen King or um, um, who's another great uh, prolific writer. Uh, Let's just say Paul Lawrence Dunbar, who's a poet, Um, Langston Hughes. Not everybody's going to ban them. But say somebody like a Zane, who's an author, you know, even though she wasn't banned, she has the material that could be that could be considered to be banned. So it all depends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah it, uh-huh. it, it, if 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 it's something controversial, or I think it should have said controvert controversial authors look to be banned, or however you know. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. So the reason why I had, um, told it from my viewpoint about writers in the banned books club because there are you know writers that are banned. So that's why I, uh, I know you understand what you're saying about being too broad. But if you, anytime you can write, you know, work that is banned, then you've done your job. Okay. Yeah. So that's why I think it should say, instead of writers, it should be either controversial writers or uh, writers that don't stick to the script, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But the reason why I I use the writers, you know, and because it's it's art, you know, so I use the um, writers because they're banned books. 
didn't, you know, specify it because it's one of those things that um, the reason why I didn't is because I wanted, you know, to tell it like it is. Yeah. So whenever you write, you know, I don't care what it is, you're going to find somebody that likes yeah. you know, Your work is both liked and disliked. So what I'm trying to say is, you know, you're going to be on the Bean Book Club because you're a writer. <laughs> oh, okay. I get you. Writer, mm-hmm. writer. Gotcha. Okay. Now I'm going to ask where is uh, Queens of Port Dublin because if you would allow <laughs> me to do this, I can play that particular song, uh, Two Live Crew Band in the USA. Wait, um, what is it now? What is it again? Uh, the song which Larry the Edwards mm-hmm. made mention of. Because the only you can, you know, because the only uh, song that I know is so is it the NWA fight the power. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, and that was public enemy. Public enemy. Yeah, public enemy. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Which was a very re- revolutionary. Yes, it was. Um, no, you're very here, If you saw the video itself, <laughs> along with the lyrics, you know, it was revolutionary. <laughs> now you can say NWA said F the uh, fuck the police. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I, I, I'm, just like, I'm just so I heard the song, you know, "Fight the Power." So I just got it mixed up. I just heard, you know, I don't, like I don't heard a public enemy of NWA. I just got it mixed up. <laughs> no, you can't mix up public enemy and NWA. Two totally different entities. Yeah. And that line, I think, uh, from that piece entitled "Band in the USA," uh, which. I think Larry is referring to is the First Amendment gave me freedom of speech. So what you saying it didn't include me. So I'm uh, I'm gonna play that particular um, release because I think that would be helpful as well to this discussion as to the dialogue Mm -hmm. we'll have. Show. And the detectives felt that that was 
enough grounds to arrest him for the charge. Well, I tell you, you know, Elvis looks like from the church choir, doesn't he? To go to this kind of entertainment is a bad choice, but yet people have that right to choose. This is uh, America, you know? That's what I thought it was. If we have to go to the Supreme Court and do basically the same thing the flag-burning people did, that's what we're going to go at. Who knows? It might be George Michaels. He might not be saying, I want your sex next year. You know what I'm saying? And then Guns N' Roses, and, you know, people who sell a lot of records. Next thing you know, you know, Madonna, she got to put her clothes on her share, you know? They're at the point now they feel this is harassment already. This is, it's getting to the point of absurdity. Am I kidding you? Look at this. Time Magazine. All America is upset. This type of publicity in this type of country where we live at, you know, shouldn't be actually happening. Luther Campbell, lead singer of the rap group Two Live Crew, is the producer of the first record ever to be found legally obscene by a federal judge. Do you have to stand in front of the judge? No. No, you don't have to go up there. The judge was at his house. Oh, he was? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully he was listening to me so horny. Okay, so I'm going to stop there because it seems like that's more getting into a whole whole lot of detail about the court case itself and, you know, that's more documentary than music video, so we're going to stop right there, but I guess you, you pretty much now have a gist of what Larry meant when he made a reference to to live crew mm-hmm. and their and that particular album, of course. Well, then they did a great. They did their job. They got in trouble for doing their job. In my viewpoint. And it was nonsense. Hey, and I think it's quite ironic, you know, what you shared as as for writers being mm-hmm. members of the band books club mm-hmm. that you're <laughs> already a member of that. Interesting. <laughs> That's something for writers to ponder and reflect on. <clears throat> mm-hmm. yeah, you know, so it applies to each one. You know, and in, in the in perception is unique and original, of mm-hmm. course. So yeah. the way I perceived it is not going to be the way Lowry perceived it and vice versa. Right. Yeah. So to each writer, you know, it, 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 it will appeal to them in a way that's, that differs from the next writer. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely something to think, think of, though, mm-hmm. in general. What was the last thing you said? I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just saying it's something to think of in general. In general, yeah. All right, so I'm going to 
move on. I have two articles to read, mm-hmm. and they're both uh, short. So one is three pages, like one, two, three. One is four pages, and the other one is uh, three pages. So I'm going to get started. All right, so the first, and they're both from writersdigest.com. First one is titled, 13 Reasons Why You Shouldn't Sign That Book Contract or Take That Freelance Writing Job by Jeff Somers. Sorry, by Jeff Somers. In a competitive industry, it's easy to feel like publishers hold all the power, but the truth is they need good content and writers have a right to not be fleeced, which means obtain a great deal of money from someone typically by overcharging or swindling them. Here are some situations when the best option just might be to walk away from that book contract with that freelance writing job. When I was first starting out as a fledgling, which means a person or organization that is immature, inexperienced, or underdeveloped, fiction writer, for a while I gave stories away for free. I did this because I was young and I've never claimed to be particularly bright, so the idea that someone would pay me for my words seemed laughable. Here's how I thought things worked. Step one, work on story for months. Step two, give work away to Zine or a website. Zine is short for magazine. Mm-hmm. Step three, four question marks. And step four, profit. The fact is there's just as much of a learning curve on the business side of writing as on the craft side. Fortunately for us, a lot of craft-centric writerly wisdom can be boiled down to tibby, easily remembered phrases like avoid passive voice or show don't tell or never explain plot twists with the sudden unexpected introduction of poorly conceived time travel and you can make major headway on your story craft by simply reading other people's work. This wisdom, unfortunately, is not so easily accessible. Craft goals converge slowly with the business side of writing, and many writers believe publishers are doing them a favor merely by printing their words. But that's wrong. Publishers need our words desperately, so desperately they will pay us for them and pay well because they have an infinite void to fill. Infinite means limitless or endless. Mm -hmm. Their business is content and we are the suppliers. Our work has value, real economic value. Once hit with that epiphany, which means a usually sudden manifestation or perception of the essential nature or meaning of something, you realize that a good editor is actually more business partner than boss. Good editors respect what you, as a writer, bring to the table, and that respect is traditionally expressed via cash money, which is why one of the first business lessons as a, lessons a writer learns is money flows to the writer, or put another way, don't work for exposure. People die from exposure. And in my viewpoint from that last sentence, passion makes money. All right, continuing on. As with most universal axioms, which are a statement or proposition that is regarded as being established, accepted, or self-evidently true, 
actually putting that advice into practice can be a bit more complicated because, as any working writer knows, this career isn't for the faint-hearted. When offered a book contract or an ideal freelance gig, it's easy to be blinded by the opportunity, especially when you're just starting out and trying to build a resume or looking for any way to get your words into readers' hands. Readers' hands. You have to remember, publishing is a business. Contracts are always negotiable, and not every opportunity is worth your time. Sometimes the reasons to not sign that contract or take that job are easy to miss. Here are 13 less obvious grounds to walk away from paying jobs and publishing offers in both fiction and freelance writing. Fiction. When an acquiring editor expresses interest in your manuscript, it's easy to be wooed by the simple idea that someone wants to publish your work. But just because a book contract comes with an advance and royalties doesn't mean it's a good deal. These are some easy-to-miss warning signs. Number one, the greedy grabber. If your book or story contract comes with a payment, you might think you've already won, but you should only be selling specific rights to your work, and if the publication wants more, you should be properly compensated. For example, I once sold a short story for $150 to a magazine only to discover that in the contract they were claiming just about every sub-right under the sun including the film rights. That means if they managed to get a movie into production based on my story, I wouldn't see a dime, even if the film budget was hundreds of millions of dollars. I passed. Number two, the so-called publisher. It's pretty easy to call yourself a publisher, and some small presses offer modest advances on novels. <coughs> Nothing wrong with that and under a standard... I was just waiting to use some call Duchess Ran. Oh, go right on ahead. All right. And under a standard royalty arrangement, you should be proud to publish your book, even if the company is small. That said, the indie press must be able to perform the basic functions of a publisher, editing, design, distribution, marketing. Be sure to research any company offering you a contract and make sure they have the bandwidth to follow through with your expectations, as not, as not all do. Number three, pay to play. Some small houses push all the work onto their authors out of simple, honest, and competence, which means an ability to do something successfully. Other so-called publishers are more upfront about it, putting language in their contracts requiring you to do the work the publisher traditionally takes care of. If you're contractually required to proofread, edit, and act as your own salesperson, you're not being published, you're being hired. Number four, the other pay-to-play. When looking for markets that publish short fiction, you'll likely encounter magazines or websites, some well-known and respected, that charge a small submission fee, typically less than $5. They may justify this by saying that their staff are volunteers that reading submissions take, takes a lot of time, that they're doing this for the love of literature, et cetera. The problem, they're still using your words to sell subscriptions and advertisements. Submission fees turn publishing attempts into a lottery and should be all the reason needed to take your valuable word, words elsewhere. 
number five, in print and perpetuity. In publishing, relationships aren't necessarily forever, which means that someday, perhaps sooner than you think, pardon me, you'll need to get back those rights to your book. While not as common as it was a few years ago, any contract that doesn't specify when your book is considered officially out of print should be rejected. After all, when you publish something, you're selling a license, and eventually the rights should come back to the author. In the old days, publishers had to actually print physical copies, which was expensive, so clearly defining, quote, out of print, end quote, was pretty simple. But in the digital age, your book can technically be available forever at no cost to the publisher. So make sure there's a provision for getting those rights back if the publisher stops promoting or actively distributing your work. Number six, irrational ratios. When you make your first book sell for real, actual dollars, it feels like you finally arrived. But just because you're getting paid doesn't mean you're getting paid fairly. Read your contract to see what you're giving up and what you're getting compensated for. Contract that specified token payments for sub rights no matter the budget, meaning I got a tiny fixed amount of money, whether a deal for a movie or other adaptation was for $100 or $1 million. When they refused to change that language, I walked away. Freelance. Whether you're hunting freelance assignments at media bistro, a pro blogger, or cold pitching an editor at a magazine, freelance writing is all about the hustle. But in the midst of seeking out assignments, you might be overlooking little details that are actually huge red flags. Number seven, we don't discuss filthy lucre. Money is always an awkward topic for writers, but there's one golden rule. Money has to be part of the conversation. If it's an ad for a freelance gig, the complete absence of great information is a concerning omission, which means someone or something that has been left out. If you're pitching an editor and they tell you to go ahead and write the piece but don't mention payment terms, chances are they don't value writers very much because they either think it's not important, despite the fact that you know you make your living this way, or worse, because they think you won't notice. Number eight, get the filthy lucre in writing. Something else freelance writers need aside from payment is a contract that spells out all the specifics, including a kill fee that protects the writer from putting in all that labor only to see the piece pulled at the last minute. A refusal to put terms in writing is in and of itself a major warning sign. Number nine, step down. On the other hand, no matter how many clips you have under your belt, not even gig that seems interesting, excuse me, not every gig that seems interesting is going to offer you offer your desired rate. And just because you suggest a rate in a cold pitch doesn't mean your editor is going to agree to it. There's an argument to be made that steady, enjoyable work is always worth considering, but keep in mind that once you agree to a rate, you're kind of stuck there. Sure, you could ask for a raise later, but rates have a way of getting sticky with your time. Number 10, it's a hard knock life. You click on a post and only to find a depressing list of the many ways you will probably irritate and disappoint your freelance overlords. You cold pitch an idea to an editor, and although they like the concept, 
Their response is a recitation of your copious responsibilities, only a few of which will involve creating words. In both cases, there's likely to be a lengthy lecture on the ways your work can and probably will be rejected. This is another situation in which a contract that clearly sets out your services, pay, and expected deliverables will serve you well. Number 11, the freebie. This is a bait and switch. You see a job on the board that looks compelling or an editor actually pitches you with an idea for ongoing work. In both cases, the rate is fine, but you're asked to supply a few thoughtful, fleshed-out pictures or even full-scale articles. It might seem reasonable, but you know what else is reasonable? Paying writers for their time, even if it's, just, even if it's a best project. At worst, it's a scam for free content. At best, it indicates the editor doesn't value your time. Number 12, Goldilocks Syndrome. Good news, everyone. There's a posted rate or range of pay that's in your green zone. The problem, the job description reads like a fever dream, talking in buzzwords and indistinct concepts, making it impossible to figure out whether the rate's fair or not. You get a positive response to a pitch, but it's so lengthy and specific is basically the article itself, meaning you'll never hit the sweet spot the editor is looking for they'd be better off just publishing their version. And number 13, the terrible words. Any mention of, quote, copyscape, end quote, or, quote, plagiarism, end quote, should have you running. Editors have a right to protect themselves from plagiarism, and if they choose to process every submission through a plagiarism protection algorithm, which means a process or set of rules to be followed in calculations or other problem-solving operations, especially by a computer, that's fine. But putting it but putting it in the advertisement or explicitly mentioning it seven or 15 times in pitch correspondence means they think of writers as gold brickers seeking to rip them off, and that gives you an early glimpse of what your working relationship with them will be. Turning down a paying job or publishing opportunity is never easy especially if you, like many authors, lack the advanced time travel technology that would allow you to go back and rectify mistakes. If the opportunity truly seems too good to pass up, there's no harm in making up a contract. If you're not well-versed, remember to always have your contracts reviewed by someone familiar with publishing or freelance legalese. And in my viewpoint, I suggest reviewing the contract with an entertainment lawyer. Uh, this is a Warriors Queens report of Thelma's viewpoint and what I just said. Uh, Back to the article. Legitimate companies wait, will at least... For one moment, does anyone have sure. any questions about any of the information that has been presented to us? Um, the only thing I have is a comment, and it's some true stuff because... I'll share later. I watched my mother go through that. She was a freelance author. Um, I come from a middle class background, and I watched her. I watched her come to New York and sell a lot of books years ago, 1993. Mm. And the book was called The Proclamation, and it was true because it wrote about our family history, and it was really touching. But Mm -hmm. the publisher that had her 
jacked her for a lot of money. And I believe that that publisher, that same publisher, 25 years later, I don't know if he's even alive or not, used her. So the bottom line is, oh, yeah, I got a story, man. The bottom line is know your business and know your work. That's all I'm going to say on that. I like right. that. Know know the business and know your worth. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Good advice. All right. Yeah. One one I more thing, a... Warriors Queen. We're gonna pause for a minute because sure. we do cater for cater to our callers. We have a caller on the line from North Carolina. Welcome, caller. Caller from North Carolina, you're on the call. Hi. Thank you. Yes, welcome. Please introduce yourself. Hi, this is Jacqueline Thomas Rome. Um, I was invited um probably a couple of hours ago, so I I'm just I'm just joining the call. Was hoping to okay. just, just listen in tonight. Okay. Well, um at this present time we have our co host, Waveris Queen Zaport Thelman. She's uh, the lead facilitator of the free publishing tips hour. If you have any questions about any information you've heard or comments, or if you have any questions about publishing, feel free to direct them to her at this time. Um, and thanks for calling. Um, thank you. Right at the moment, I don't have anything. I appreciate the info that you uh, presented. I was. Uh, and very insightful, and I appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Jacqueline. All right. All right. So I'm going to uh, wrap up this article. Mm-hmm. Legitimate companies will at least attempt to be accommodating or arrive at a compromise because they know that they need you and the words you're capable of supplying. The end of this article. Yes. Thank you. That was a very enlightening article. I think for many of us, especially for those who have already published a book or two or three, um, we can nod and affirm much of the information that was disclosed in that article. For one thing, we are aware that, yes, there are vanity publishers out there, and you've got to beware of them because you will spend a lot of money for their services. You will spend possibly even triple the worth of the work that they actually do to service you and payment to them. So they're benefiting and you're not making a profit at all. And that's just illegal. It's a crime. Mm -hmm. And don't fall victim to that. Be wise, and, uh, beware, and be aware. Yes. And, and uh, Duchess Randis, Warriors Queen Support, co-hostess, and a word about vanity publishing and self-publishing companies is that they make money from, or particularly self-publishing companies, they make money from the services that they charge authors. So it doesn't matter whether or not a book is sold. Say that again. It doesn't matter whether or not a book is, you kind of faded out. It doesn't matter whether or not a book is sold because the company, the self-publishing companies, have already made the money 
up front for their services, what they ask for. Mm-hmm. Now, does anyone have any questions about the information that was just shared? Comment. Yes. Or comment, yes. Yeah. It was powerful, and it relates to musicians as well, like she said about the publishing companies. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people out there that give talent shows for musicians and promise them the winner gets a record deal, and they charge what is called a registration fee. Okay? Mm-hmm. Just think about it. A lot of people want to get to that next level, as they say, right? So, yeah, yeah. If a hundred people register that don't know the business and just a green eye, and you pay fifty dollars, you just bless somebody else with a five thousand dollar payment that can take care of their rent, their car note, all of that, and they're not even as credible as they claim they are. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, you know what's so, here, and uh... no, go ahead. All right, and I was going to say, that's why that's when you have to be a detective, you know, research, you know, if a person offers you, you know, uh, their services, you know, you, uh, you take their information and then you research them or you question them. You know, correction, you question them first, and then, you know, after you get their information, you research them to see if they are legal. Yeah, well, here's the scary thing. A lot of them aren't. And I've done personal detection. Or whatever. I said I'd rather get there by my own merits and take my music to the people mm-hmm. than someone say, Oh, I could get you but it'll cost no, don't get me wrong. You have to pay for some uh-huh. things here and there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you should pay for promotion, copyright, you know, your mm-hmm. photography and all of that other stuff. And if someone comes out of the woodwork and say, Hey, I got an opportunity, but it's a registration. One thing to look out for, and this is all artists, uh, Mm -hmm. writers and singers, registration fee and uh, slots available. You got to pay attention to language. If someone says slots available, that means you're going to pay. And when they say registration fee, that means, of course, you're going to pay, but who are you really? And then oh. these same people will come with all these used car salesman tactics of, mm-hmm. oh, you want to get out there? Oh, you want to? They come with all these Obama-like speeches <laughs> to try to make you feel indifferent because, oh. you know, they want to seduce you. Oh, who do you think you are? You're not all that. Let me tell you something. When I look in the mirror every day, and no, I'm not the greatest singer. I'm not the greatest poet or anything like that, but I think that I am damn good, and I think that I am worth some money. So when you come at me, and if I do a free promotion, like I did the National Action Network uh, convention uh, headed by Al Sharpton. Yes, no, I didn't get paid, but Mm -hmm. it was an opportunity, and nobody charged me anything, and I'm leveling up. But at the Mm -hmm. same time, it's like, Okay, a lot of these people underground and some of these people that are overground will say, hey, you're going to pay money just to be in the comfort. I don't care. 
Because, mm-hmm. like we said, two live crew, if they said, hey, all you got to do is pay 100 200 and be next and take a picture with, I'm not paying $200 to be next to another human being. <laughs> no, it's not going to, you know, who are you really? I mean, yeah, okay, your status might be that way, but I know how the capitalism game works. Right. And I love how you broke it down because people have to believe in their work. And I say take your work to the people. And when Mm -hmm. your people bring you up and start making you who you are, then that's when people are going to take you seriously. Like Mm -hmm. Francine is way in Philly, and she heard about me in D.C., and I heard of her in Philly. You know, thank Mm -hmm. God for the Internet. Because when I almost signed my first major record deal, none of this was going on. And back then, it was much more easier to swindle somebody out of money. Mm-hmm. You had people paying three and $400 just to perform in front of yeah. Missy Elliott and uh, Justin Timberlake and all these other people. But what they don't understand, these people are collecting money just for you being there. That's how they make money. Right, yeah, that's right. And scammers, yes. And uh, you yeah. know, just the Warriors Queens of Poor, I don't want to cut it short, but I want to continue on. It's ten oh six, and well, what I'm going to do next are, is uh, short, uh, short. Yes. Rates. And hold one right. second, because we have a caller on the line from New York, and I just want to welcome them. Welcome, caller from New York. Hi. Hey. Hello. Yes. Well, we're glad that you called. And listen, we're going to be right back to you because we're going to have the open mic to follow this session. We have approximately eight or nine minutes left, and then we're going to go right into the open mic, and we'll hear from the poets, okay? That is awesome. That's exactly why I called first time. I can't wait to sit. Great. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. Stay on the line, and thanks for calling again. You got it. Thanks. Warrior is queen. The mic is returned to your hands. All right. Thank you, Duchess Fran. Now, the second article I'm going to read to, uh, for next time, so I'm going to do a suggested reading, which mm-hmm. is the title Hot Stuff by Janet Ivanovich and Leanne Banks, which is a romantic comedy. And here is the summary. Dear reader, Kate spelled C-A-T-E, Madigan isn't asking for trouble. Her wacky Irish family is constantly playing matchmaker for her with men who leave much to be desired. All she wants is peace and quiet and a nice place to live while she saves her money from tending bar and a lively Boston pub. Okay, so what if her roommate is a cross-dressing lounge singer named Marty Longfellow? In exchange for cheap rent, all she has to do is take care of his plants and collect his mail when he's out of town and then Marty disappears. At the same time, a bull mastiff named Beast shows up with instructions for Marty to take care of him. Can Kate handle this 120-pound bundle of joy who wants to devour everything in sight? Ex-cop Kellen McBride has decided to make Kate's bar his nightly hangout. But is he just there for the beer, or does he have an ulterior motive for getting close to Kate? When Kate comes home to a ransacked apartment, she realizes Kellen knows more than he's saying. Problem is, he's turning up the heat in her life in more ways than one. Soon Kate finds herself in deep trouble 
with mysterious stalkers, a lovesick would-be boyfriend named Patrick Pug, two friends who are looking for love, and a very sexy, possibly dangerous Kellen McBride. The south side of Boston has never been wilder. Happy reading, Janet and Leanne. All right. Now I'm going to move to the next category, which is anti-Trump art warriors resistance. First is films. Number one, Philadelphia with Denzel Washington and Antonio Banderas. Message from the trailer, I did not raise my kids to sit in the back of the bus, which is an indirect read between the lines. Number two, breaking in with Gabrielle Union. And number three, traffic, so T-R-A-F-F-I-K, with Laz Alonzo, Omar Epps, and Paula Patton. Next category, B, shows. Number one, Criminal Minds, season 13, episode 19. Title, ex parte, spelled P-A-R-T-E. Message, what happens when identifying with the aggressor. Number two, Uncats episodes, message, Lionel's command, sword of omens, give me sight beyond sight. Letter C is music. Number one, bad by Michael Jackson. Message lyrics, your talk is cheap, you're not a man, you're throwing stones to hide your hands. Number two, she will Shakira. Message lyrics, not getting enough retribution or decent incentives to keep me at it, starting to feel a little abuse like a coffee machine in an office. Ooh. And number three, invoking Hawk's spirit. Letter D, messages. Coyotes, excuse me, number one. Coyotes, wolves will defend their violated territories. And number two, everyone has a hawk vision, an elephant memory that watches and remembers nouns and information to help them. Letter E, feedback of exceptional scribble. Number one, work is what makes dreams come true, which Will Smith said, and the response is from a similar message that I, me as a poor, said on an episode. And number two, a picture of Bernie Sanders with the message, Resistance warriors are coming. The end. Thank you, Warrior Queen, Zipporah Thelman. Does anyone have any responses that they'd like to share in reference to the information which co-host Warrior Queen, Zipporah Thelman, just shared with everyone? That was... Real, and that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, Sage the Poet, host of the Exceptional Civil Show, I just want to say thank you, Warrioress Queens of Porta Salmon. Uh, the information disclosed was very beneficial, especially for us literary, literary artists. Whether we are non-published or published, it didn't matter because the information was relevant. It was necessary for us 
to hear, to understand, and to retain. And I want to encourage everyone to, um, I know Warrior is Queen, you always have suggested readings. I want to encourage everyone to hear what the suggested readings are that will be uh, for us to do as a homework assignment and to please do it because we are preparing everyone who is a part of the show's audience. We are preparing you for stardom twofold. First and foremost, to reach your fullest potential, that means to master the craft, whatever your craft is, whether it doesn't matter what genre of writing you write, because mastery is key and essential. And second, stardom, meaning success in terms of the marketing aspect, because a lot of times as artists, we are struggling and starving because we fail at excelling when it comes to the marketing and business aspect of being published. So I want to encourage every writer out there to glean from everything that you heard tonight and also to do the research. That means go deep. Don't just take this surface. Go deep. Do your own study and and find out because there's more facts out there for you to gather, find out what those facts are. And as you were encouraged to do, whenever entering a contract agreement, never sign it until you have first consulted with an entertainment lawyer or a, what was the other? um, I think there was one more um, advice thing you gave. um, I'll look Mm -hmm. at it again. I'll reread it again. If you're not well-versed, remember to always have your contracts reviewed by someone familiar with publishing or freelance legalese. Yes. Freelance legalese. Yes. That is so important. Thanks so much for sharing that as well and for revisiting that to share it again because that's important. Whether you're yes. published or non-published, you need to know that. So I want to say to you, a big thank you, Warriorist Queens of Port Thelman. That's coming from the show host, Sage the Poet. And at this time, can you share your contacts? So anyone that would like to correspond with you via social media and post tonight's show will be able to do that because we're going to go right into the open mic next. All right, <clears> sure. And <throat> thank you, Duchess Fran. All right, my You're name welcome. is spelled Z, Z like zebra, I. T-P-O-R-A-H, my first name. Last name spelled T like Thomas, H-E-L-M like Matt, O as an onion, N like Nancy. And my email is Pisces, P like Peter, I-S-C-E-S, 2143 at Verizon.net. Thank you so much, Warriors Queen. And what would the suggested readings be? I definitely want you to share that as well at this time. Oh, sure. I'll reread them. Reread it, rather. It was, uh, the title of it is called Hot Stuff by Janet Ivanovich and Leanne Banks, which is a romantic comedy. And here is the summary. Dear reader, 
Kate, spelled C-A-T-E, Madigan isn't asking for trouble. A wacky Irish family is constantly playing a matchmaker for her with men who leave much to be desired. All she wants is peace and quiet and a nice place to live as she saves her money from Finn Bar and a lively Boston pub. Okay, so what if her roommate is a cross-dressing lounge singer named Marty Longfellow? In exchange for cheap rent, all she has to do is take care of his plants and collect his mail when he's out of town. And then Marty disappears. At the same time, a bull mastiff named Beast shows up with instructions for Marty to take care of him. Can Kate handle this 120-pound bundle of joy who wants to devour everything in sight? Ex-cop Kellen McBride has decided to make Kate's bar his nightly hangout. But is he just there for the beer, or does he have an ulterior motive for getting close to Kate? When Kate comes home to a ransacked apartment, she realizes Kellen knows more than he's saying. Problem is, he's turning up the heat in her life in more ways than one. Soon Kate finds herself in deep trouble with mysterious stalker, a lovesick would-be boyfriend named Patrick Pug, two friends who are looking for love, and the very sexy, possibly dangerous Kellen McBride. The south side of Boston has never been wilder. Happy reading, Janet and Leanne. Awesome. Thank you so much, Warriors, Queens of Port Thelman. And at this time, we are switching gears. So mm-hmm. to everyone tuning in to episode 212 of the Exceptional Scribble Show, we are now returning to the open mic night. And Duchess Fran, this is Warriors and Queens of I'm going to sign off now. Okay. Thank you mm-hmm. for sharing all of the articles that were shared tonight. They were all good, resourceful mm-hmm. information for everyone. Now, do you have a poem that you'd like to share during this time, or are you going to sign off? Yeah. I'm going to sign off. Okay. And... Mm-hmm. Looking forward to your return next week and have a pleasant and peaceful evening. Thank you. All right. You do the same. And everyone, this is Warriors Queens of Poor Thelman, co-hostess for the Exceptional Scribble Show, Episode 212 for Tuesday, April 24th, 2018. Until next time, good night. Good night. Mm-hmm. All right. At this time, we're going to begin with all callers on the call queue sharing poetry. And you can either share freestyle poetry, meaning it's nothing written down, it's straight from your heart and mind and soul, or you can recite poetry that you wrote down. Either or, what we're asking is that it's your truth on this open mic night. So I'm going to start off with, we have a caller from New York, and then we're going to go to Larry Edwards, who's been with us now for over an hour, and he, of course, is both a poet and a spoken word artist as well as a musician. So we're going to get a mixture tonight. We're going to hear poetry. We're going to hear some music accompaniment with some of the poetry that's shared, and we'll hear some feedback from 
everyone on the call. So we'll start with the caller from New York that called. Uh, <clears throat> welcome, caller from New York. Hello? Yes. Hi. Welcome. Please introduce yourself to everyone. Hi. You have on the line welcome our artist Legendary, also known as Legendary the Poet. I am from Buffalo, New York, um, okay. 716. Stand up. Um, this is my first time on the show. Yes. Yes, it is. I'm honored that you would call us, especially on tonight, because this is a one-night-only premiere. We don't do two sets usually, and usually when we have an open mic hour, it's just for one hour. So we thank you for calling in and being a part of our second set, which is for the remainder of our show tonight. And feel free to spit uh, your truth via the genre of poetry of your choice. And the mic is now in your hands. Welcome. It's great that you say that because you said something about freestyling, which is what I happen to uh, be known for. I freestyle my spoken words. Oh, awesome. From my head. So for those who have never heard me before, um, first of all, shout out to Lowry. I see what you're doing. Doing great work as always, my brother. Um, Being that it's my first time here, and I don't think you all have heard me before, I Mm -hmm. usually let the host uh, give me some topics and some words, and I do an off-the-top spoken word piece off the top of my head. Okay. I'm going to give you a name, and that is the artist Prince, otherwise known as the artist. And um, I'm going to give you some words. One in particular is uh, freedom, and the other one is Authenticity. Freedom and authenticity. All right. All right. Okay. <clears throat> now, y'all know this is a legit freestyle because he just gave me what to freestyle about. Yeah. <laughs> I wish doves had the right to cry freely, but I guess that wasn't truly covered within the first 10 amendments of the Constitution. Choreographing constant concomitant because I couldn't conform to their convenient concept of a convenient constitution became rather quite condescending. Purple heels weren't enough to heal the damage done by Mother Earth, so I had to pollute myself with this art called poetry, but it is the healthiest, sexiest, most beautiful pollution to have ever entered me. I would never use protection. I would go raw dog all night long just to hear that sweet sound of a stanza that's all mine, but not a one-night stand because I have more to stand on besides two legs. I have more legs of the, lace, of the race to run. Excuse my last slip-up, but see, glass slippers never fit me, so now I can't find my Cinderella. I have to focus on finding a feeling that's not broken, a feeling that I don't have to be friends with at night because I'm too much involved into this art. Grammar becomes gravitated to gravity, and we're going outer space. See, it's one thing to be obnoxious and wild because that's who you are, but to be obnoxious and wild and unpredictable just for the sake of being so, I would like to repronounce sake into sake. I need a drink, the samurai way, the code of Bushido. There needs to be an honor and a technique, even in being chaotic. I'd rather have finesse because guess what? Some people don't and some people actually got it. I have the lock to my own heart, the key to my own body. Because even though I have CP, I don't have a strong body, but I indeed have a strong body of work. The 
the Scorpio sits next to the dove and cries tears of poison with it. But I want you to savor some in this holy grail, and I want you to have a little sip of it. I want you to feel the heaven that I feel that spoken word gave to me, because when the, when the dove cries tears, I want you to know he indeed cried freely, regardless of what a piece of paper from the 1700s told him he could do. There's nothing that needs to protect you from poetry. I don't want to be protected from the arts. I want to be invaded. I want an invasion of privacy. And no, I'm not talking about Cardi. I'm talking about what's hardy, hard, hard. I don't come from a school of hard knocks. I come from a school that has to knock hard to be heard. Because guess what? I may have a disability, but there are others who are far more crippled than I am because within poetry, that is the way I move to being the I am. I am the one who can walk. I am the one who can sling my fist. I raise a fist for those who cannot raise a fist because even though I have this mark called disability, I will show you my every other ability, including how I can fly like a dove but land like the eagle. When I cry tears, it's not because I want you to be full of weeping. It's because I love so much the passionate love between art and myself. This life, you don't choose it. It chooses you. And I cry these terrible tears every single night because there is nothing else, not even getting an education, that I'd rather do. And that's that piece. Oh, my goodness. And all I gave you was, I said, three, number one, a name, a person. Prince, otherwise known as the artist. Then I said freedom and last authenticity. And you gave us all of that glorious. That was all amazing. (laughs) (laughs) That was all amazing, all tastic. That was exceptional, Tribble, indeed. And that was soulful and blessed. That was so many things. You hit on a lot of things. You covered a lot of territory. Many topics were addressed in that piece. Oh, wow. That was amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to ask Larry to to grant some input. Yo, legendary. You really came, brother. Larry, oh, man. Now I'm really about to get it. Because he be singing. I can't sing worth nothing, so that's why I go hard in the poetry. I can't oh, sing. <laughs> it's not it's not about singing or anything, but it's about what you do well and you did it well. So, you know what I mean? Like imagine me on the stage trying to sing and dance like Usher. I mean I can two step, but that's not my forte. So I mean you might see me dancing with some ladies on stage because I'm telling the vibe. But it's not about what you do well. No, it is about what you do well. But it's not about what you can't do. It's about what you do do. And you did that well. I loved it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you got to yeah. concentrate on what you do well. Mm-hmm. So, legendary. You, you killed it. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Thank you. I tell you. I tell you, that's the, I'm so glad tonight's show is recorded because that's something I definitely want to play back and hear again. I mean, that was rich. That was potent. That was a lot of things. A lot can be said about it. But one I thing wanted, that holds true. I'm sorry, go ahead. I just wanted to point out um, real fast. Um, the reason, One of the things I mentioned was having palsy. I had cerebral palsy. And... Yesterday, I was able to complete 
well, as of now, it's 201 uh, poetic performances. But I say all that to say, um, if you have a disability of any kind, and, mm-hmm. you know, there are people that tell us you can't do it because I know for me, they told me, you know, I wasn't going to make it. You know, he's not going to make it. And maybe I didn't become a scholar or an athlete, but I, I became an artist. I walk mm-hmm. in the path of the artist, and that's what I'll tell anybody. Um, spoken word and poetry change the way I view myself as a person because that, living with a disability is so hard because people don't really care about things that don't affect them personally or somebody in their circle. And this mm. is struggle. You know that nobody really in March was CP Awareness Month, you know, and I have it. And so I have a lot of friends that have CP, and it's not about who has it better or worse, but Mm-hmm. I represent those who can't, you know, I'm going to tell their story. I'm going to tell our story. And mm. um, one of the lines I said in another poem was, people cross their arms for Wakanda, but I cross my arms in disgust because there are no people like me, like us. You know, this is real life. Mm-hmm. Ain't no actors. Ain't no superheroes. You know, we got to be the best of all of our world. I'm young, I'm black, and I'm have handicapped. And simply because I'm of the male persuasion, I'm an enemy. Mm-hmm. So I've got a lot of ads, ads stacked against me, but, you know, I'm going to tackle them all with this spoken word, with the freestyle, and, you know, I'm good. Awesome. Yes, pioneer, pioneer. Continue on and thrust forward, and as you spoke it, so it is. You are not making your disability an obstacle. You're saying it is a blessing in disguise, and you are capitalizing on all of what you are. And I think sometimes when we're different in whatever way we are different, sometimes we tend to not want to embellish that and and, and let people know this is me. And I'm not going to change because you don't like what you see or you don't agree that it's okay for me to be me, I'm me, and I love me. And that's what I hear from you. And I think that's empowerment. I know it's empowerment. And that's what's so needed today because we still have those that weigh their worth on the basis of how others accept them. And when they feel that others don't accept them and who they really are, then they try to morph or change themselves into something they're not. So well, that's what I it, love about having it is people with disabilities are the mm-hmm. ultimate test of whether or not you mean it when you say looks don't matter because it's just like the very first season of Empire, the very first song on the track. I just want mm-hmm. you to look at me. You know, I just want you to look at me. You know, and that's all yeah. even even when it comes to my appearance, someone's like telling me about being well-groomed and this and that and the third, which I don't mind, but don't mind it. No, you're going to look at all this stuff on my face. You're going to look at me, not what you expect, not what you want. You're going to look at me, you know, because yes. that's not me. I'm not saying I don't want to clean up or nothing like that, but that's the whole point. When Chris Rock get on stage to do a stand-up, he ain't always wearing suits. That man is in a leather jacket and in a t-shirt mm-hmm. like you know what I mean? And that's the whole point. You're going to look at me because that's what makes us us. And for me, I feel like worrying about melanin and all of these other things, that's a luxury. Someone, mm-hmm. me personally, my thing is 
can you love me in spite of my, A, my condition, and B, the things it may not allow me to do? And if black, white, brown, blue, purple, polka dot, candy stripe, candy cane, I don't care. Mm-hmm. So these tangible things don't matter because I'm already in a position where you already know what you can and can't afford to worry about. And that's a luxury to me when people be like, ooh, that melanin man or ooh, that melanin woman. Please, the skin, the higher quality of the person, people, get it together. Get your life in order. So anybody out there with a disability, pick up that paintbrush, pick up that bass guitar, pick up whatever it is, exercise it. I support you. And um, if you are a parent or a family member or a friend of someone with that disability, it is just as much on you to be that active support system that they need because it's definitely needed out here. The world is more against them. When you know, and whether you know it or not, that makes us silently against ourselves. So That's you need right. to be there. You need to be there, you know? Mm. Awesome. 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 And say your name again for our listeners. My name is Legendary, also known as Legendary the Poet. I can mm. be found on Instagram at VL underscore poet. Again, that's VL underscore poet. I am on Facebook at my real name, Tyrone, T-Y-R-O-N-E, U-S-T-O-N. Um, I know my name is Tyrone, but if she putting you out, don't call me. I can't move with the dread. Yo, yo, little joke. Um, I was also uh, referred to this show. Shout out to my brother in poetry, Titan, the poetic chef. He actually um, sent me the link to the show. Oh, okay. Thank yes, you. I'm friends with him. So if you find, you know, but yeah, find me on those two platforms, Facebook, Instagram. I don't have much work up on um, Facebook. I mean, I do have some poetry in my notes, but I, I try not to post uh, too much mm-hmm. there anymore, uh, you know, because the secrecy of Facebook not knowing what I got in my package is kind of fun. But, yeah, I represent that in my own way, and I, I just want to reiterate again, um, I may have, I may not have a strong body, but I have a strong body of work. And if you are a family awesome. member or a friend of someone who has any kind of disability, whether it be cerebral palsy or autism or lupus or spina bifida or whatever, it is just as much up to you as it is them. It's hard to be self-encouraged, especially when you have something like this. Um, you beat yourself up a lot, and the world already beat. It is up to you to be that supportive, active, that active support system that keeps them going because you don't find that out here. And this world, especially what it's currently becoming, the last thing Mm -hmm. you want to be out here is by yourself. So if you know someone that has any of these conditions or any other, please continue to be that support system. Encourage them to pick up that paintbrush, that pen, that keyboard, anything. And that goes for the youth as well. You know, so that's what I'm Yes, saying. indeed. Awesome, awesome. Yes, I I, I want to say after everything that you said and every word that you've spoken is the truth, I want to say I nominate Legendary for President in year 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I got some years to go. So I love it. Yes, awesome, awesome. I tell you, we'll you stay on the line because we definitely you know, want to hear some more from you. If you want to nominate me for, you know, um, excellence in arts or something like that, you can do that. 
Oh, okay. All right. Hey. I'm too young to be the I'm actually it's happy a done I'm deal. enough to be the president. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Well stay just the way you are. We love you just the way you are and we support you and looking forward to supporting you even the more in the future and having you on the panel of the Exceptional Scribble Show as a feature artist someday soon. So I will definitely follow up with you on social media. Alrighty, sounds great. Thanks. And we have a caller on the line. It looks like, all right, we're going to go with our caller who's been on this call for some time now, Larry D. Edwards. We're going to hear him spit some truth, spit his truth, and then we're going to go to our caller from Philadelphia, PA. I want to check and see, is this Mr. DSR? Yeah, yeah, I'm back on here. You know I had to give y'all one more piece. <laughs> yes, well, we definitely will come to you. So in that order, we're going to start with Larry D. Edwards. We're going to hear from him first, and then we're going to hear from Mr. DSR, otherwise known as King Spade. He is the author of Awaken the Poet. Awesome book, awesome book title, awesome man, awesome poems. And then we're going to hear from moi, say the poet. That is my signature. So I'm going to say me for last, and we're going to hear from Larry D. Edwards first. The mic is in your hand. All right. Bring back hip-hop. Bring back hip-hop. Bring back hip hop. I remember LL used to rock bells. Before him, there was Grandmaster Melly Mel. When Rock Him spit the wicked flows. When Run DMC used to rip shows. We oh. rocked high top stage with kit and play. Everybody say, hola, hola, eh. That was hip-hop's golden days. Oh, I'm giving props to the old school hip-hop. To the hard tick-tock, you don't stop. Bring back hip-hop. Bring back hip-hop. Bring back hip-hop. Bring back Hip-hop. Public Enemy brought the noise. We parlayed with Heavy D and the boys. Who could forget KRS and BDP? The bridge was over. The one between Bronx and Queens. And let's not forget my ladies that held it down. Shantae, MC Light, Salt and Pepper, Latifa held her crown. Mm. Giving props to the old school hip hop, to the hard tick tock, you don't stop. Mm. Bring back hip hop, bring back hip hop, bring back hip hop, bring back mm. hip hop. Who remembers Dougie Fresh in his beatbox? What about Bombana and Planet Rock? That wouldn't stop. Curtis Blow was AJ. Cinderella was Dana Dean. We learned how to be a smooth operator with Daddy King. Slick Rick told us bedtime stories. Cool Jiggy Rap gave us 
war reports of the streets and gutter glory. There are too many names and contributors to say the most, but we can't leave out the cats from the left coast. N.W.A. bought their style with Fuck the Police. Easy e Ice Cube, MC Ren, Dr. Dre made their rounds. Later on, Snoop Dogg, The Dog Pound, Dodge, Corrupt, Nate Dogg, and Tupac. Wait a minute. What about DJ Quick? It's just like Compton. Can't leave out Hammer. He got it started. Made you move something. Couldn't play with my yo-yo because life is too short. This list is too long, so let me do a rundown for all. Drops out the Sugar Hill gang that got it started in 79. Ice 2, mm. Ice T. Yo, what he did was too fine. Mo D and the Treacherous 3. Chuck Chill Out, Cool Herc, Red Alert, <clears throat> JJ Thad, King Sun, E40, <coughs> Wu Tang, Buster, D12, Eminem, D, DMX, Smith and Wesson, <coughs> Common, Two Live, Biggie, Lil Kim, Foxy, Jay Z, Goody Mob, Ghetto Boys, Fifth Ward, Sir Mix-a-Lot, Trick Daddy, mm. Mad Skills from the VA, Lonnie B from the VA and the Super Friends, El Bravador, Beastie Boys and Third Base. And those that I forgot to mention, just know that I ain't lacking with the attention. Bring back hip-hop, bring back Hip hop, bring back hip hop, bring back hip hop, and that's the end of that piece. Wow, bring back hip hop, that's classic. Have you done that before tonight? Yes, I did it some years ago at a venue okay. in DC, mm. and um. It went over well. I did it with a live band with special heads, old beat, I got in me. Mm-hmm. And um, well, I, want, I plan to do that. Yeah, I want you to know that's definitely an awesome piece to spit for an open mic because you definitely want to get that vibe from a live audience when you spit that piece. Oh, I yes, did. Yes, indeed. I did. Okay. Yeah, that was that was a treat too. I I didn't know, I didn't expect you to do. I mean, that's kind of like a mini documentary on hip hop. <laughs> you was taking us, you know, on a trip down memory lane with that. You know, I remember all those different hip hop artists. I was a teen. I was a preteen when a lot of them came out. I remember uh, Run DMC and the Shell Top Adidas and. You know, I remember mm-hmm. Sir Mix a lot, and you know, you talked about Queen Latifah. Some of us of 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 that time and that era from back then, you know, we remember when Ladies First, Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. We remember um, mm-hmm. there was a battle of the uh, who's the real Roxanne, and then Roxanne mm-hmm. Day, You know, we remember mm-hmm. all that, and you you know, you took us on a trip down memory lane. And for those that weren't around, those that weren't born yet, 
that was that mini documentary experience for them. You filled them in with information yeah. that they didn't already have as far as a first hand on the first hand basis of knowledge. Yeah. That was awesome. Thank you so much. And like well I done. said, I, I, I try to be a historian too, because at the end of the day, you got to learn mm-hmm. about your past to better your present and bring a better future. Never forget the people that came before you. Mm-hmm. The people that came before you laid, laid a path down so that you can accelerate. And, That's right. Uh, I'm a child just like you. We're, child, we're children of the hip-hop generation when it first started. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We children of the hip-hop generation, but the difference is we got a dose of everything. If you came up in the 80s and the 90s, you you still got your Lucas, you still got your Freddies. It's Mm -hmm. like you got the best of everything. You got your Melissa Morgans along with Run DMCs and LLs and Cool Moles and whatever. We got the best of everything. The best of everything. You That's know, right. We we still, you know, we, we still reign, no matter what they say. That's right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I tell you, we were privileged. Some of us didn't realize it then, but we know it now. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we came up during a yeah. good era in music. Yes, indeed. Definitely. Thank well, thanks so much. Time. I'm a, I'm going to pass the mic to. We got Mr. DSR Kane Spade, and if he has any comments for you, he'll give them. And then he's going to spit his truth next. All right, all right. Yeah, I mean, that was a dull piece right there, man. I mean, he did speak some truth. I mean, because he made me think about the music that's on nowadays. The music on nowadays, a lot of it, is a bunch of garbage. I mm. mean, I I see these rappers, <laughs> and, and not only the music is the image. You know, you put out an image, the way you dress, the way you, you know, uh, got your hairstyles, wearing pink damn braids, and I don't know what. See, I'm not trying to curse on your show, friend. You know. <laughs> I hear you, brother. You've been, you've been, you know, you, hey, look. It I'm happens. not trying to cuss that much, but the I stuff. I said speak your thing, truth. Yeah, then that 6 9 dude, I didn't even know he was a rapper. <laughs> you know, I never knew the dude was a rapper. I was like, that guy. Yeah, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that mother. See, I ain't saying the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of disgusting stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just he made me think about that though. Yeah, he yeah. Did make me think about that. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna give y'all this last piece called question. For Poetica, love you ready. We're ready. I stand here, gazing upon the cosmos, 
thinking, what is poetry? What is spoken word? Is it to be human to always have questions? What if there was a black Shakespeare? The controversy alone in that statement leads war to the masses. Wait. A definition, the poetry says literary works in which special intensity is given to the expression of feelings and ideas. What about caption of life's moments and all your fears? Hardships to overcoming the odds. Black Shakespeare. If he did exist, would we ever even read his words? Where he had ever been heard, not to mention published and shared with the world. Would he oh. even sound like the original? The racists come out of nowhere saying, here comes another Negro spiritual. Where he start his pieces by saying, how art thou? Or by beginning as, massa will always make us pay. I'm asking you, Poetica, what do you have to say? Oh. <laughs> Like you were flesh and blood or even alive. Spoken word tells me we are alive. Like a hidden model saying write or die. As long as I write, I will survive. However, spoken word means a form or genre of poetry intended to be performed to an audience. Oh, yeah? Well, according to the life I live in this world, poetry and spoken word has countless meanings. As soon as the ink manifests on paper, creates stories untold and yet to be known, letting you know not all poetic writings are fiction. In this world, we all have our own individual life's description, so I ask you, Poetica, do you have an answer to give? <laughs> I keep forgetting. You don't have a voice unless you demonstrate your existence through a poet's or spoken word artist's speech. The answers we will have to find for ourselves. And that's always on DSR all damn day. Mm, wow. I like that. <clears throat> it, it put me in mind of that, yes, that Shakespearean type of, <clears throat> poetic style where you ask questions to be or not to be, you know, that Socrates philosophy voice, you know, where you, um, you know, you question what it is that you see and, and what it is that's happening around you and uh, how lives are being impacted by what, what we see and what we hear. Yeah. I I, I thought that you did a very, fine art uh, task with the way that you uh, laid out that that portrayal in, in, in poetic uh, fashion. I thought it was a good um, poem. It, it's thought-provoking, insightful as well, and it generates, it generates for um, those that are conscious a heightening of consciousness, you know, uh, considering we're supposed to be now in a post-slavery era, how much of that is really true. And also Black Lives Matter, you know, um, what if Shakespeare was Black? Would he have been allowed 
to make the impact on today's world as his literature has made. And if he is black, would people cherish his writing today? Knowing that, you know, it's something to think about. Well done. Hey, thanks for that. And uh, I mean, it just makes you think, because like you were saying, a lot of uh, history, you know, you never know who got the credit for what. Mm-hmm. I mean, you heard this guy made peanut butter. You heard, uh, I mean, well, they <laughs> right. saying the other guy, he uh, discovered electricity, but was it really true? Because you know a lot of them, mm-hmm. they had servants, they had slaves. Shit, That's one of the right. slaves could have discovered electricity mm. falling off the roof to his death. And then he come out mm. of nowhere, hey, I got a new thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you never know who discovered what. You're just reading some old scripts, some old books, some old that's uh, information that's hearsay. Mm-hmm. Hey. Yeah, there's that <clears throat> quote by the Hopi Nation that the one who writes the story, that's the one who rules. So it's all about who wrote the story, his story versus our story. Who wrote the story? <laughs> we better start writing our stories. Yeah. Because if we don't write them, somebody else is going to write them. And whoever writes them, they're going to write them in such a way that they get credit for what's not theirs, ultimately. So it's best to write your own story so that you and yours can be accredited for what you and yours has done. <laughs> Right, right. That's great. Well, I'm going to hit a piece, and then we're going to do another round, and then we can wrap up tonight's show. This piece is entitled Champion Lover. It's short, and it's sweet. I said stop. You said go. He said yes. I said no. I said, why? He said, why not? I said, die. He said, die not. I said, conversation. He said, communication. I said, the ripple effect. He said, the butterfly effect. I said, love. He said, sex. I said, for play. He said, mm, nothing in the piece. Wait, wait, hold up, friend. How you, uh, 
Now say how you gonna give us some brief peace? You hear us going in with the full peace. <laughs> you giving hey, us samples. I figured I said, wait a minute, all this heat, all these flames. I said, look, I'm gonna do something to kind of bring the temperature a little lower. Something short, something sweet, you know, something just a little something, you know. Nah, you supposed to add that coal, that gasoline to the fire. <laughs> what you say? I'm supposed to take it up to the next level? Yeah, something like that. You putting some damn anger <laughs> on it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me hear from Laurie, Larry, and, and see if he thinks the same. Because if he thinks the same, I'm going to have to do another piece. So, Larry, what do you have to say about that? Too short. Teasing us. Come on, baby. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it, but I'm like, Yo, it's just like, oh my god. You, okay, you know what okay. it feels like? Yeah, you know I gotta get dirty and crude, but clean. It's it's like you're having a moment, and somebody just brushes through the door and say, "Time's up." <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. No okay, fair. well, I'm definitely not going to do this again with y'all on the call. I mean, my gosh. Okay, okay, okay. I got another piece. Okay. I got some I got some fire. I got some gasoline, like Mr. DSR asked. I'm going to bring the gasoline now. <clears throat> I'm going to bring the gasoline. Let me see here. This piece is entitled The Germ. An evil exists that has purpose to destroy a mass number of people. Will you advocate such an injustice? Or will you defend yourself against such a plight? An evil exists designed to corrupt the minds of the youth. Will you oppose this injustice? Or will you place demands upon families, communities, people to accept such attacks as growing pains, the price to pay for progress? And evil exists growing inside of us. A self-hatred is evident, a mere wickedness that morphs from one form and vices to another creating violent winds that create storms that wreck continents, i.e. genocide, ethnic cleansing, sexism, all are hate crimes. Will you oppose wickedness or will you promote human trafficking? The evidence is compelling. A large number of protesters, have gathered in various regions to organize cell groups that will overthrow the system, to disarm the system that has gutted our souls and made our minds numb or docile, a haven for negative energy to fester. The time to react is now. We need to impact our communities thrust forward into active listening and devise schemes for justice. Establish a working plan to deprogram the youth and the elderly, both 
generations must unite to form a perfect union within our communities. It takes a team to rule. Will you be a part of the resistance? The men and women who refuse to allow the elite to own their souls and sell them to the highest bidder? We have become as bait to the elite. They see us as livestock, dispensable, and of little value. We have become as minced meat. Nothing solid or firm can be found in us or pulled from us. Our frame has been modified. We denied our Messiah. We are a frivolous generation. Nothing incites us today but sports, i.e. games, games, and more games. Child's play. Will you allow the core of your being to become a wasteland? Are you allowing your mind to be a graveyard, a dump site for vanity? Heal yourself. Heal your body. Heal your mind. Heal your heart and soul. Healing is not an option. Healing is a command. Will you run with the bulls? Or simply sit with the cowards who stand on the sidelines during the race because they are too afraid to lose. We have too many bruises to deny ourselves the pleasure of winning the fight. If we stay fit for the fight, we shall overcome the opponent. Our troubles did not begin when we got married or when we attended high school. Our troubles started the day we were born. Our exodus is imminent if and when we adhere to the elders of the village. Will you die or will you be born again? Will you live or will you abort the mission? Will you form an alliance with your friends and the community to protect the best interests and welfare of your village? You know the answer to those questions. You're the one to deliver the mail to your home address. You are the man or the woman who holds the key to your house where your family eats and sleeps. You are the full-time and part-time lover. You are the sometime friend and the other times foe. You are the you, the who they won't become. So what will it be? We shall see in the peace. That's you what I'm talking about. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, my I'm... gosh. Y'all are too much. Y'all not cutting me no breaks tonight. Oh, man. Man, that's what I was waiting to hear, though. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm not thank used you. Thank being you. All, not used to you being brief over there, Fred. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, I, I mean, y'all said it. Y'all said it all. I mean, y'all said it all. Y'all put the heat. Y'all put the fire. Y'all bought it. So I was like, well, you know, maybe I'll just do a little something, sprinkle a little water, you know, kind of bring that little that flame down a little bit. But I see I can't do that for y'all. You know, y'all not going to have no. it. So. I hear you. No, never. <laughs> Wow, I tell you, this has been awesome. I really appreciate both of you, Larry Edwards, Mr. DSR. You brought to this platform tonight for our open mic to set one night only premiere. You brought the flame, the fire, the heat. You spit your truth, and you did it unapologetically. I couldn't ask for anything more than that, and I'm looking forward, forward to doing this again. We try to, you know, spread it out. So it's not like every week or every other week, we try to give it a couple of weeks time because we like to have feature artists for that first hour of the show and then our free publishing hour and then open mic. But after tonight, we definitely going to do this more often. We must do it because I'm telling you, everybody legendary. Um, everybody just brought the conviction with the truth to the mic tonight. It was powerful. It was a blessing. And for those that missed out on hearing this live, they get to hear the recording. I'm definitely going to share that link tomorrow as soon as it's available. And I want to say again to both of you artists, thank you and keep doing what you love because – yeah, I mean, you may not see it right now, you know, as far as the benefit from doing this and the profit of doing what you love, but the big payoff is coming. And and what's most important is that you're making the mark. You're doing exactly what you should be doing with your gifts. And can't nobody dust off your trophy, or buff it and make it shine like you can. So continue to promote your gifts, your artistry, and the value of what the worst of it is because when people see that you love what you do and you love who and what you are, that alone gives you that shine and that luster, and that will draw and attract others as well. So keep doing what you love. Definitely. Yes, I'm indeed. I can say That's right. So whatever, any any final remarks? If Larry, we'll start with you. If you have any final remarks, and if you want to just share your contacts again, feel free to do that. And then the same with you, Mr. DSR, and we're going to wrap episode 212. Mm-hmm. Uh, just follow me, Facebook, Larry, L-A-R-I-E. D. Edwards, um, I'm on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash soul of Larry. I'm on Instagram, Larry Edwards on Instagram. For those of you um, who have not heard or heard Poetic Love, my current album, go to www.larry.bandcamp.com. You can purchase my album there. And my new single, Captivating, uh, is available on Spotify, iTunes, and Apple Music, as well as Deezer. 
Um, it's catching a lot of fire. A lot of internet stations are picking it up. For those of you who are going to be in New York, May 11th, I'm opening up for the legendary Cell Phonics Review. May 11th, I'm going to be uh, in Philly at Treasures, May 25th. Francine, you better come, you and your husband. You I will definitely I'm, be there. That's a given. I, mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I, got, I, got, I got family in Philly. So mm-hmm. um, I'm going to be in Chicago uh, June, I think it's 15th, at Urban Soul uh, Open Mic. I'm going to be a feature artist with, um, damn, I just forgot the brother's name, that brother Amir. I'm nominated for a Dub Seas Awards. Uh, mm-hmm. I won last year, Male R&B Artist of the Year. I'm going to be performing at the Dub Seas Awards and voted for, so I'm going to be there too. So, you know, it's a lot going on. Follow my page, Larry, L-A-R-I-E-D, Edwards, Facebook. Wonderful. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. Well, listen, the 25th, I must be there. I'm definitely going to be there. I'm looking forward to being there. And I'm going to have an entourage with me. Some of my friends are going to be there. If they're not vending, uh, they're there in support of every artist. And then some are performers themselves. So. Hey, you're going to meet some more family when you come. Looking forward to introducing you to them. Oh, man, that'll be fun, man. I can't wait. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. indeed. Yes, indeed. And, of course, you know Mr. DSR. He's he's um, Philly, too. He's right here. So he'll definitely be there, too, I'm sure. The 25th, Mr. DSR. Right, right. And You never know. Never know. <laughs> hey, you what might else? even be on the show. I don't know. You do open mics. Yeah, here and there. I mean, I've been slacking though. I mean, people be getting on me. You know, where you going to show up? Where you going to do this, man? Leave me the hell alone. You ain't paying my way, so shut <laughs> the hell up. <laughs> right. <You know? laughs> yeah. But uh. I'm going to just say this. Y'all can add me on Facebook under the name Kane Spade. You can uh, definitely like the DSR Fire Inc. 71.3 Network uh, page on Facebook. We got uh, we just recently dropped the name, the uh, All Artists Line. No, we changed that name to uh, DSR Presents the All-Star Radio Show, so expect more from that. Oh, uh, we, okay. We're getting a lot more attention now. People checking it out, they sharing it, they putting the word out, mm-hmm. and uh, we're getting uh, more artists and stuff. Just recently, uh, I want to shout out to uh, Jerry Green, who uh, was just featured before we dropped the name. It was a phenomenal show. Uh, I think he's uh, he's a singer and a hip hop artist. You know, he does mm-hmm. both things. Shout out to him. Selling his music on iTunes. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you can expect more. I mean, Mr. Boston got a show coming up. Uh, DSR presents Full Purpose Pins. That's going to be an open mic show. And, uh, yeah, basically, we send to all poets out there to come through and just vent. You know, wherever you're going through in your life, if you wrote it down, it and your spoken word artistry, I mean, you're welcome to come through and get it off your chest 
at 8.30 p.m. Eastern this Sunday night on TalkShoot.com. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. Yes, indeed. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you're on Facebook, you will see an event page for, what's the title of that show again? Is it the All-Star Radio Show? DSR presents the All-Star Radio Show. Yes, yes, indeed. So listen. Oh, wait a minute, Fred. I forgot to say, that's what your host, Black Rose, and King's Cadence. I made sure I had to oh, put okay. out there, yeah. Yes, thank you. Thank you. We we must acknowledge them. Yes, indeed, the host and co-host. Well, we thank you again, Mr. DSR. It's always a pleasure whenever... You have the time you come through. You always set things on fire. You set it ablaze. And we appreciate that because we definitely need that in these days and times. We got to keep ourselves fired up because there's a lot going on out here in the streets. And I do want to issue out, because this is National Poetry and Jazz Appreciation Month, to all poets. To all jazz musicians, vocalists out there, we want you to know, to all you artists, we appreciate you. You are producing, composing, creating music and artistry that will live forever. And we want you to be ever so encouraged by that and know that you are helping the generations of this day to aspire to do great things. There will always be something that you produced or composed or created that was inspiration to someone to do something good. So continue doing what you love and know that the big payoff is soon. Peace and blessings to all. Have a very peaceful evening, everyone. And don't forget to join us again on next Tuesday. This is Sage the Poet, host of the Exceptional Civil Show. That's my signature. And I'll be back on Tuesday of next week. Again, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. TalkShoe.com is the server. And the show's ID number is 133193. And then the pound key. Well, everyone, we're going to end out tonight's show, there's an artist, and uh, this artist performed live in Berlin, and this is from her concert, Nika, and I want you to be inspired here, this artist, awesome.
Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.